Welcome to TRC Talks, a podcast by The Reynolds Company, an authorized distributor for Rockwell Automation. This show features conversations with the automation specialists from The Reynolds Company, explaining the evolving landscape of products, services, and solutions for industrial controls and automation. Welcome back to TRC Talks. My name is Brad Freeman, and I am your host for this series on asset management. Today is episode number five, where we discuss asset management professionals. Now, normally I spend the intro to this podcast framing the discussion and introducing the topic, but that is actually covered at the beginning of today's interview, so all that info you will be hearing in just a moment. As always, please reach out to us. Each of the contributors on this show are resources available to you as our customer, and we are ready to help you tackle your problems and meet your goals. So, thank you again for listening. Here is episode number five in our asset management series, The Asset Management Professionals. Hello, welcome back to TRC Talks. Today I have Joe Boudreau and Parker Richardson with me. Joe, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself first? All right, uh, Joe Boudreau. I live in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Been working for the Reynolds Company for about four and a half, five years as a uh, service specialist, and I cover four branches. The four branches we have in South Louisiana. Okay, so Joe and I are counterparts, where we handle a lot of the same activities. Him for Louisiana, and then I'm handling North Texas. And Parker, go ahead and introduce yourself. Parker Richardson uh, with the Reynolds Company. I've been working with Reynolds uh, for just about a year. I'm a champ and a service technician out of living Bat- uh, Covington, working Baton Rouge and Harahan. I uh, also travel to Lafayette and Lake Charles. So as Parker mentioned there, he is a champ. And that's one of the things we're going to talk about today. And I'll start by just introducing the topic and we'll get into some of these acronyms in a few minutes. So through this series, we've been moving from planning towards implementation, from getting a picture of what your plant looks like now to taking some concrete steps to improving your plant and how it's running now. So in parts one and two, we were talking about the installed base evaluation and the network assessment. We're looking at studies that's going to give info about the state of your facility. In part three, we moved into covering Asset Center. It's a software product which does a little bit of that information gathering and then a lot of historical data that it will hold so we can see when programs were being changed, when parameters were being changed, anything that's on the plant network. So moving a little more into that concrete action. Then last episode, we talked about repair and remanufacturing in general, talking about how there's cost savings available if you're going to use those services. So this week, we're moving into a discussion about what individuals and what resources are available to help you start to take these concrete steps. There are two programs that we're going to talk about. Now, in the Rockwell world, I've heard a running joke, and it's one of those you hear it so many times, it stops being funny, and then it starts being funny again because it's still true. Um, and that's you need to keep up with your keep up with your 
TLAs and your FLAs, your three-letter acronyms and your four-letter acronyms. So we have acronyms for our acronyms. And the truth is the way we speak sometimes can end up sounding like jargon when you're not working in these programs daily like Joe Parker and myself do. CHAMP and RAMP are the two acronyms we're talking about today. Both of those end in AMP, which is Asset Management Professional. So the difference in those two job titles is who they work for. Both programs, they're individuals who are trained to maximize the value of your equipment using industry best practices, hence that name, Asset Management Professional. The CHAMP program, which is what Parker identified as at the top of this um, discussion stands for channel asset management professional. That's an individual who works for the channel or for the distributor, you know, us, the Reynolds company. And then the ramp stands for Rockwell Automation Asset Management Professional. And that's an individual who's a direct employee of Rockwell and is looking to do the same sorts of activities to help our customers. Okay, so I've set the stage, explained some of the terms we're going to be using. Time for us to dive into this discussion of these two programs. So, Parker, give us the 30-second intro then. What is the CHAMP program? Well, the CHAMP program is uh, something that Rockwell and Reynolds have implemented for Reynolds to do. They hired me on to go around to you know some of our heavy dog base accounts and talk to them about what they're doing with their repairs. Are they buying new? Are they getting stuff repaired? What is their threshold on buying new? And trying to figure out in a cost-effective way to get all their parts, their Allen Bradley and Rockwell and third-party parts repaired to help them reduce their downtime. So the CHAMP program in a nutshell is we have Parker available in Louisiana. Ken Spencer is one of my colleagues up here in North Texas, and he does the same thing for us up here. And they are available to sit down with you and figure out how do we help you save money by using repair. In the same way that our account managers are there to help you manage projects and look at larger purchases, our inside sales is there to help you with your daily purchases, your flow business, the things that you're just going to need supply day in and day out. We also have these resources, the champs available to help you manage repairs. So I'll throw this next question out to Joe or Parker. How do we show cost savings through having a dedicated person for repair? One of the ways is we call it a tagging system. So we have these tags that we'll, we'll leave at the customer site and uh, every, every piece of equipment they repair uh, what they do, they fill out fill out the tags. The tag might have the machine location, uh, where it came from in the line on your site, and we use that as well as serial numbers and things things like that. And then that way, once we do these repairs over time, what Parker's doing is going to enter all that information in this Rockwell software, and so it keeps track of all that. Six eight months down the road, or whatever that time frame is. After you've done multiple uh, repairs, you can start getting this data back. There's a few reports that come back, and one of them is a financial report, uh, what they spent, what is the return on investment. You can get the repair summary. There's a cost savings report in there, uh, top failures by panel or machine. What are you repairing consistently? And then also a warranty report. And then how often are you repairing these same part numbers over and over again? Yeah, so that's the kind of information that we're gathering. And then 
I've had customers where we've met every three months and gone over this because they had a pretty large volume of repair and we were finding trends on a quarterly basis of specific lines that were going down or if a particular type of drive was failing, but never in the same place in the plant, uh, we realized it was an installation issue. We were able to pass that information to the right people. They got the appropriate people at the customer who were installing this better educated and their mean time to failure went up. So they had less time, sorry, more time before the average failure was happening. So that's cost savings generated right there just by this data gathering. All right. So uh, one of the reports that we do run is is on the warranty report. And uh, the reason why this is important is because a lot of a lot of customers seem to have, they can send in parts for repair or buy new parts, not realizing that the serial number on that part is still under warranty. So what we do is we check every serial number uh, when we get your parts in for repair and we track that. So we know if you have a, a part that is still under warranty, then we'll go ahead and repair that under a warranty. And uh, that's just another added benefit of having us track that for you. So you can save some money on warranty repairs. Yeah. That's an item that I see a lot of customers tend to to miss is they don't have an easy way to track which items are still under warranty within their own system. And so having someone on our side who's going to actively track that for you, it's going to save money in the long run because we're making sure that those warranties are being used whenever they're still active. Parker, one other way that I see you and Ken and the other champs helping uh, significantly is when we're able to streamline the repair process and the logistics sides of things. Walk me through what that looks like as you're working with a customer. So the CHAMP program, we're trying to make it easy for the customers, and we want the customers, the accounts, to know where they're getting their parts repaired and that it's coming back to them uh, like new or better than new. Getting their parts repaired from a, a facility where it's the original OEM so I'll, when I go out, I'll go out to facility or account every week or every two weeks, depending on how many failures and repairs they need. They call me or I go out there once every two weeks or every week. And if they have a repair, I pick up the repair, go back to the office, create a quote, send in the quote. They say, OK, that's good. And then I send off the repair, get it back to them in a timely manner. And that's all they have to worry about. I do all everything behind the scenes. All they have to do is tell me they have a part that needs to be repaired. They need it back in a certain amount of time. I make that happen and I get it to them so they can get back up and running. Yep. And we can also supply uh, bins if needed. So if there's a if there's an area or a location on your site and you can set up Parker to come in every other week, once a week, whatever that once a month even. And he picks up everything in the bin that's already tagged and then gets you a quote for it. And then you can go from there. And obviously that is going to require a fair amount of communication when there's immediate downtime issues. And so if a next day exchange is needed or something of that nature, give us a call, call Parker, talk through what is the fastest way that we can get this repaired. This cadence pickup where we'll be on site every week, every other week, depending on customer needs, that's going to be more based on items that were already in stock. The Machine is back up and running. We fix this part. We put this one back on the shelf. So you're still covered with a spare. Yes. We want the customer to not have to worry about the repair. They just call me or they call the office or I go pick it up. 
they don't have to worry about it. They know that it's going to, I'll be there on a certain day of the week or month. I'll pick the part up, I'll get it repaired and it'll be back. They'll be back in service and have them up and running in a timely manner. So they, they can go about their day and their job and worry about the stuff they really need to and not have to worry about something being repaired because they know that we're taking care of it. And also another communication is, is a good point, especially now with, you know, with the COVID restrictions of park we even come and, so that'll be neat. You know, that's another thing to think about, you know, where the bin location is and uh, how accessible Parker is allowed to be at your plant on a consistent basis. Yes, we have a customer here in North Texas who has the bin up in their storeroom. So as people are grabbing parts for repairs or upgrades or whatever they're being used for, the old parts are being placed in the bin. When we show up to pick up those items, they're actually bringing the entire bin down to the receiving dock so they don't have to come into the facility, you know, limiting the interactions of people on site, which is the smart thing to do for now. So, of course, it's a very easy program to adjust as needed for those sorts of logistical and personal interactive questions. Yes, that's the best part about it. We can customize it, especially the logistics of that, picking up and dropping off to whatever we need to do. So the second program that we're talking about today uh, mentioned at the top is the RAMP program. So that's Rockwell Automation Asset Management Professional. That program is when we will have an embedded Rockwell employee at your facility. So the CHAMP program, Parker, Ken, others, they work for us. They work for Reynolds. They will spend time at your facility on a regular cadence, weekly or bi-weekly or monthly. The RAMP is a full-time employee who is on site. This is going to be very much a case-by-case basis. When it is a good situation, the cost savings are tremendous. So this is something where you want to bring in me, bring in Joe, bring in Andrew Holtgren, who's been on the podcast before, and we will sit down with you and talk through how does this fit your situation. Generally, if you're looking at a quarter million dollars a year of MRO spend, that's repair, that's other assets, if you see that much of business flowing through your storeroom, there are enough available cost savings that we can embed someone there full time. Now, that is very much a rule of thumb number. It can be higher. It can be lower. We want to deep dive this with you. But real quick, Joe and I will just talk through what are some of those cost savings that we tend to see. So one of the benefits of of the ramp is you have a Rockwell automation personnel on site at all times. So any of your electrical repairs that come through on your site, they're all going to go through Rockwell or, or the Reynolds company through the RAMP program. So that is you're standardizing on one one supplier. So you'll have a reduction in, in purchase orders. For the for the purchase orders, it is, is to the customer discretion if they want to use a blanket PO, they can do a, a PO monthly, quarterly, however y'all need to do it. That would help your business flow easier. It can be accommodated through the RAMP program. And as they're consistently working with you in your storeroom, one of the things that I see very commonly is that we are able to continually optimize the spares. So as a certain drive becomes obsolete, this individual is going to recognize that those spares are no longer needed because it's going to be upgraded. Keeping the bill of materials 
for your automation in the structure up to date is something that this individual is going to be doing as a running task in the background. Additionally, as they see common failures, that information is going to be directly communicated back to the plant floor. So there's going to be this constant voice in your facility talking about asset management. All these topics that we're talking about in this series, we have embedded someone in your facility who knows these topics, who knows industry best practices, and is helping your staff to work with them as well. Yes, and one of one of the, the biggest opportunities for cost savings is standardization. I see a lot of plants that have maybe three or four different panel views. So standardizing the one panel view for all all equipment drives is another big one. Uh, you, you may have five, ten different types of drives. You may need different horsepowers, but you standardize on maybe three or four horsepowers that can handle everything. Same thing with power supplies and controllers. Standardize, and then also when you when you get into controllers and panel views, you only need to train or be on, on one type of software. So it helps. Standardization is a big help for cost savings as well. Yes, it makes running the storeroom significantly easier. To be honest, it makes sourcing parts easier. It makes replacing the parts when they go down easier. It's adding a ease of doing business into your storeroom, into your support structure. Also something that mirrors the CHAMP program is the increase of warranty capture. Again, if we have someone on site who is consistently working with the storeroom, much better tracking of those warranties is going to occur. Much better capture of that value is going to occur. And that tends to be one of the larger pieces of cost savings and one of the most consistent ones. You know, once you've standardized, there doesn't tend to be additional cost savings. It's it's consistent, but it's not going to keep going down. Where warranty capture is always going to be a line item that is saving you money. So I think the last thing we want to touch on today is answering the question, where do we go from here? And really the answer to that is talk to us. Bring in Joe, bring in myself. Andrew Holtgren, who's been on the podcast, uh, Zach Harbert, who has not been on yet, but he works for Rockwell in this area. And I hope to have him on a episode pretty soon. Uh, there are many of us here who are available to sit down and start talking through which of these programs makes sense. What resources make sense? Who do we have available to help you start to address specific business goals? Joe Parker, thank you for being on this episode today. I appreciate having you guys here, and I hope that all three of us are going to be hearing from customers soon so that we can help them start to save money. Yep. Thanks, man. Thank you. Enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to this episode of TRC Talks. For support, please see our website, reynoldsonline.com. And for those who are outside of our area, please visit rockwellautomation.com and you can find your authorized local distributor there. Check our show notes for links on how to contact our team. TRC Talks is produced and hosted by Wayne Welk and Brad Freeman of The Reynolds Company. Editing and mixing for this episode was by Brad Freeman and today's guests were Joe Boudreaux and Parker Richardson. Thank you again and we'll see you in the next episode. Um, oh, Joe, how do you say your last name? Boudreaux. Boudreaux. Okay. <laughs>
Boudreau, yep. So Joe Boudreau and Parker Richardson, correct? They were, they were asking if you can edit my accent, too. Uh, I'm not <laughs> remotely that talented. 